Impact 89 FM's own NFL podcast. This is the Pylon. Welcome into the Pylon here at the basement of Holden Hall, Impact 89 FM, your source for all NFL content here on the Pylon. My name is Jay DeCoster. I will be your host for today's show, filling in for Michael Markoch, who is currently traveling to Columbus, Ohio, as we speak to the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with our sports director, Brendan Shabeth, so I know they will have a great call. Good luck, guys. I'm here with my co-host, as usual, Mani Patel, and Tim Marshall, who is our special guest on the show. Tim, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Free agency has started today, officially, and we got some big news uh, via the Pat McAfee show, so of course, excited yeah, we'll, to get into it. We're going to talk about all of that. Um, Manit, first of all, what, what was your reaction been on all this NFL, this free agency frenzy stuff? It's It's been a lot, but I'm, I'm interested to see when, um, when or if teams will make a move on Lamar and Saquon Barkley. That period open today at four o'clock so teams can officially contact them without it being tampering and i think it'll be interesting to see where where they end up or if they end up staying with their teams yeah absolutely we're gonna get get to a ton of nfl action with the free agency period the legal tampering period began monday morning so we're gonna get to all that we're back from spring break spring break was last week obviously um we we had the big 10 tournament for basketball and you know i'm sure I'm sure both of you had a great spring break, and uh, yeah, it's time to dive into all the NFL action. We're going to start off with my team, the Chicago Bears, of course. They got a haul for the first overall pick, acquiring the number nine pick, trading down, trading down to number nine, acquiring a 2023 second rounder this year, 2024, 2024 first round pick next year, 2025 second rounder, and DJ Moore. Tim, I'm, I'm going to start with you. What what was your reaction to this major move by the Bears? Well, it was the right move because you don't need the number one pick if you have so many other holes mm-hmm. and you don't need to QB. And DJ Moore is a great number one uh, option for Justin Fields, who's still developing. They th- last um, During the season last year, they thought that was going to be Claypool. Hasn't really been so far. So you go get DJ Moore. You get another... F- Two firsts, ninth pick. You can probably get. You might be able to get Jalen Carter there too. Yeah, that. I mean, it was just so interesting because we all knew the Bears are going to trade down. Um, I, I mean, even the Bears GM Ryan Poles said that, and you know maybe we were going to think it was four, but to jump all the way down to to go all the way down to nine and get so much in return to get a first round pick next year and get a a receiver. I wouldn't call him a number one receiver, but he definitely is. And imp- like the Bears' receiving core got a lot better, adding a guy like that who's he had 900 receiving yards last year, but overall he's been a very good receiver for the Carolina Panthers, and he's still very young. He's I think he's 26 years old, so a guy that Justin Fields is really gonna like throwing the ball to. Many um, uh, when, when that news broke, what, what was your reaction? I was pretty surprised. I I was spring breaking, so um, I was in Florida with some friends, and I picked nice. up my phone and I was like, "Whoa, the Bears traded one." That's Kind of crazy. I was expecting them to maybe see how things went in free agency um, and not make a move before then, but they went ahead and pulled the trigger and 
I really like the move. Um, they got two first back, a second as well, and DJ Moore, probably the centerpiece of this trade. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no way around it. The first rounder back, the two first rounders back are really nice, but getting a true borderline wide receiver one, if not for sure wide receiver one, is huge for Chicago. It lets Mooney and Claypool be themselves, and you know they're not wide receiver one caliber, caliber guys, so. I think the more pickup will definitely take a load off of them. Mm-hmm. Expect a little bit less of them. Let them make their roles better for the team. And I'm interested to see where it takes Chicago. No, yeah, obviously, you know, this Bears, Bears rebuild is it's, it's going to take a long time. Um, you know, I like you know we got all, the Bears also signed Tremaine Edmonds, uh, linebacker from Buffalo, to a four-year, seventy-two million dollar deal. So that's you know, I was talking to you earlier about this, Minnie. That's a lot of money for a linebacker, and I I do think the Bears kind of overpaid. But you know, to get a guy to get a guy like him, and also T.J. Edwards from Philly to solidify your linebacking core, you know, I think this and that and just getting D.J. Moore and getting all these picks kind of accelerates the rebuild. Um, I don't. If you if you ask me what the Bears are going to finish next year, I I don't think they're going to be a playoff team next year. But definitely, I think this 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 brings them in the right direction. So. Yeah, um, and I mean, other than that, I mean, it's a lot of good moves from the Bears. We're going to move on to the Denver Broncos because they had also had an active free agency signing tackle Mike McGlinchey from the San Francisco 49ers. Five years, $87 million. And also defensive end Zach Ellender, a three-year, $45 million deal. This is a team last year that was that underachieved, got Russell Wilson in that blockbuster trade last year, got a ton, got Gave up, gave up a ton, I should say, and you know this is a team that's kind of going after in free agency, and they're kind of going all in, getting champagne in the off season. What, what was your reaction to that, Tim? Uh, they they have the owner now who's willing to spend the money, but mm-hmm. they they have a lot of money invested right now, and they they're in a win now mode because if this doesn't work out with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, it is a lot of money down the drain for a subpar product, and they need. I still believe they can recapture some of what Russell Wilson has. I don't think he's he's lost, but I guess we'll see. I think these are good moves. Uh, maybe they need to add a little bit more. Uh, they also got, like, Judy's rumored to be on the block, a couple other guys. So I don't, I don't know what, what direction they're moving in, kind of, but I think they should... It should be good going No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, this is a Denver Broncos team, like I said, that you know has high expectations with Russell Wilson and now Sean Payton, a proven winner as a head coach. Um, you know, Minnie, I don't know what your reaction is, but, I mean, this, I, with these signings, I mean, if they hit, hit well in the draft, I mean, do you think this could be like a playoff team next year? I mean, with these signings like McGlinchey up front? I think it matters more on the teams – the other teams in the division rather than them. Um, as of right now, I see it Kansas City, the Chargers, Broncos, and Oakland, or Vegas. But, um, I mean, if Vegas Vegas could be interesting because Jimmy G is an unknown. You yeah. really don't know how he's going to play outside of Calhoun's system because he really never has. And you don't know if that talent level will carry over. Um, but yeah. if he plays well, they could be an 8-9-10 win team. And they could make some noise. I think Denver's like line is the same eight, nine, ten win team. I don't think they'll go higher in the double digits. Um, but if everything goes well, I could see them making a run. I just don't see 
you know, last year the offense, the offensive weapons along Russ looked pretty good, and it's it's hard to say the same thing going into this year. Judy didn't look like he had chemistry with him. Cortland Sutton, who was supposed to have even more chemistry than Judy, didn't look great either. KJ Hamler and Tim Patrick were both hurt. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what direction they go with the weapons because you also have Javante Williams coming off an ACL tear. They signed uh, Samaje Piran from Cincinnati, so he'll be able to work his way into that backfield. But I still think, you know, it's it's going to be a wait and see and how the rest of the offseason goes for them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would imagine it's still a lot of high expectations endeavor. Now we got, I mean, speaking of Jimmy G, he is a Las Vegas Raider. Uh, three years, $72 million. Uh, my My initial reaction was, I mean, this is kind of a Vegas signing. I mean, they're not going to draft a quarterback. This is this is a team that, you know, isn't is kind of ready to win now with Devontae Adams. Uh, they still got to fix up a lot of pieces on the defense, but but you still have uh, Max Crosby and those guys up front. Uh, my reaction, I just I look Jimmy G. I mean, he's a winner. Um, he, he's he's not your he's not the best quarterback, but he'll win you games. I just don't know if it's going to happen on Vegas because. You know the Niners had so many weapons on that offense. They had Kyle Shanahan, um, and now you're now you're going to Josh McDaniels. You got you got Devonte Adams throwing you the or you got Devonte Adams as your wide receiver one. But Tim, I mean, does Jimmy G work out well for Vegas here? This is a bad situation for Vegas. I think you don't want to pay Jimmy Garoppolo $72 million. I, I don't think that makes any sense. I think it's Josh McDaniels trying to grasp at being able to have a successful second tenure as a head coach. And I don't think it'll, he's just not a head coach. I think that's what it is. I think he also has a, he's, is he the GM there too? Or am no. I, am I mistaken on that? He's no, not. uh, d- he's not the GM. Josh McDaniels is just the head coach. I, Minnie, do you know who the Raiders GM is? It's not um, no clue. But this is definitely a Josh McDaniel's influence yeah. decision. Obviously, yeah, bringing in Garoppolo, mm-hmm. who's who they're both with um, on the Patriots. I I don't like it. I I don't like them. I don't think they'll be a good deal. the The Waller um, trade after yeah. also doesn't make much sense. I, they're just a directionless team right now. I think. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I think they're a clear fourth until. They do something that'll make a little bit more noise, but um, yeah, until then, I can't really see Vegas getting out of that rut, and it's unfortunate that they're in that division, basically. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. And speaking of Darren Waller, he I can't rem- can't remember the terms on the deal. It's either a third or a fourth third round pick. Darren Waller gets traded. It was the Kadarius Tony pick. Oh no, it's yeah, a late yeah. third. It's a late third. It's a comp pick. So basically, the Giants traded Kadarius Tony for Darren Waller. I mean that that's pretty good. That's pretty good uh, stuff there from uh, Joe Schoen, the Giants GM, getting Darren Waller, who didn't have a great season last year, but overall in his career, he's been a very productive tight end of a top, you know, seven or six tight end in the league. Um, you know, this is a guy that you know was. Pretty sure he was undrafted, and he just broke out on the scene for Vegas and turned into an All-Pro tight end. And now he goes to the Giants. I mean, getting Jim with um, franchise franchise tagging of uh, um, Saquon Barkley, and then extending Daniel Jones as well. I mean, the Giants. I mean, they're the they're 
they're looking like a pretty decent offense here. Yeah, they're looking like maybe a, a high draft pick wide receiver, mm-hmm. maybe another free yeah. agent signing. I don't know who else is out there still, but they could they could look like I mean, what, they were a 10-win team last year? Yeah, they won a playoff game against yeah. Minnesota. If you and the offense the pieces of the weapons outside were the problem, so if you can upgrade that, you might be looking at a division winner next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um and other moves that we didn't really get to yet. Jalen Ramsey, I was driving back um, back to school in my car, and I just see the breaking news that Jalen Ramsey gets traded to the Dolphins. An all-pro corner gets traded to the Dolphins for a, for a third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. I feel like... I feel like mo- There's something we're missing. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. I think it's, it was just a Rams salary dump, to be honest with you. I think the Rams are just kind of trying to like reload here. You know, they got a lot of cap issues. They don't have a lot, really, any first... any. They don't have any picks, really. And getting a third-round pick, I, I just I thought they could have gotten a lot more for Jalen Ramsey, who is in his prime. He's he's they gave up two first-round picks for him, yeah. and only to get a third-rounder. Mm-hmm. That, that was pretty stunning. Yeah, um, I mean, amazing move for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They are stacked. I honestly would call them division favorites right now yeah. if they have two at quarterback. Um, but with Ramsey, like the Dolphins are going to make noise. On the Rams part, though, is really interesting. I I don't understand. Maybe his contract was a lot, but like I think it was just more of a salary dump move. But, um, just and they were also he's getting paid so much. Yeah, and they were also a little and bit. They need the picks. Appeasing with him and just sending him to where he wanted to go rather than yeah. looking for the best deal. It seems like didn't want to go to. I predicted he would go to Detroit. He did not want to go to Detroit, yeah. according to a report. And now he's a Miami Dolphins. Miami so. was number one for him, and he ended up there. But I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Byron Jones is an unknown for the Dolphins, but if he comes back and is just relatively healthy to what he can be, they're gonna have, without a doubt, the best cornerback core in the NFL. With they have Howard. Ramsey, Howard, and Jones. Yeah. Like that would be ridiculous. You wouldn't be able to move the ball against them. And you know, I'll. Just on the offensive side, too, like if Tua can stay healthy, I mean, this is adding an all-power corner. This is like an 11-12 win team, in my opinion, if Tua can stay healthy. Because when Tua's healthy, he's he's played well. Um, You know, that second game against the Ravens, he he led the Dolphins to that comeback win over Baltimore um, with against Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, you got Tyreek Hill and those guys. I mean, they got a ton of talent on that team. So, And even if Tua does get hurt, they got... They brought in Mike White, who, I mean, he's not a long-term solution, yeah, he's obviously. A he's, he's a good, he's a solid backup. He's better than Brissett. He's better than Skylar Thompson. So I think that's a good move. They're they're set to be a a top-tier team in the AFC next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dolphins, a, a team to watch out for for in that division. Um, we'll come back to that, that, come back to that division in just a minute. But we got to go to the NFC South, where the Saints have been looking for a quarterback ever since... Drew Brees retired, and they land one, getting Derek Carr from the Raiders in a free agency signing. Four years, $150 million. This is a guy that, you know, he's been a very productive quarterback for the Raiders over his tenure. Um, I can't, I don't think, has, has he won a playoff game with them? I don't think no, so. he did but he, not. But he won, but he, he took didn't... him to a few playoff appearances. Yeah. So Derek Carr has been, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in Raiders history, um, if you can believe it. I mean, very productive, so... Four years, one hundred fifty million with the Saints. Thoughts? Um, honestly, what it meant when I saw it was because up until he signed with the Saints, all I'd been seeing was that he was going to the Jets, 
For mm-hmm. me, it was, oh, they took the 180 and they're getting Rodgers because yeah. they wouldn't have let him walk unless they knew for sure. Um, but then, even then, I was like, New Orleans definitely didn't have to pay that much. They had more leverage at that point since his number one option wasn't going to take him. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how they ended up with this bad of a contract. But, I mean, they're still paying less than $40 million a year for a top 15-ish quarterback. Mm-hmm. So you can't hate that. But and And then they decided to bring back Jameis. Which was even weirder. No. I don't. I don't he's get that. Because like he's just a backup for me at this point. I mean, I'm surprised he wanted to stay. I feel yeah, like you you could get a job maybe like Arizona where you're starting half of the year. I don't know. Yeah, that's it, true. It's it was weird that he ended up back there. Maybe he thinks he can beat Carr, which would be crazy. Or maybe he just loves the seafood down in New Orleans. Oh, he loves crawfish. We know that. <laughs> exactly. Or crab legs. Sorry. Well, we all thought he was going to Indianapolis because he would look. He would look great. In, that would be God, such a Colts, right. Colts move. Wow. Uh-huh. Derek Carr would look great in Indy, but yeah. no, he is a New Orleans Saint, and you know with the with the weapons they have. Oh, here you can go. Uh, I just want to say I don't think I watched a single Saints game last year, so th- I think this move makes them watchable. They, yeah, I mean, no they were, they were just Dalton. like Andy Dalton look. I mean, the, the Red Rifle's great and all, but, you know, he's he's a backup. Uh, where, where did he sign, by the way? He, he si- just signed with Carolina. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he'll be a backup there under uh, Bryce Young. So, I mean, yeah. CJ I mean, Stroud? Look, I mean, yeah, ex- exactly. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, the Saints got a lot of talent. I mean, you got Chris Olave in his second year. You got Alvin Kamara. Um, barring a suspension, he will be playing for them. Um, he's still got a pretty good, decent offensive line. He's still got some talent on that defense. Resigned Michael Thomas. They restructured that ridiculous. He had the highest cap hit in the league yeah, at sixty I mean, million dollars, and they worked it into a one-year, ten million dollar deal. It's kind of sad, Michael Thomas, because he was he was one of the best receivers in the league in twenty eighteen. Yeah. He just completely fell off just because of injuries, and he just couldn't play a game. I don't man. think he's played. Uh, he, I mean, I th- he, he played, played earlier this year. He played but, one game this year, and he played really well. Yeah, he too. played pretty well. Yeah, I mean, he when he's on, on the fantasy. field, he's he's great. But I mean, that's about it. Um, you know the best vil- you know best ability is availability. Yes, thank you. Uh, I should know that. But anyways, I mean, car to the Saints. I think the Saints, like you said, Tim, will be way more watchable than they were have been the last couple of years ever since Drew Brees has retired. Some other moves around the NFL: the Chiefs signed Juwan Taylor from the Jacksonville Jaguars, the tackle, to a four-year, eighty million dollar deal. To give more protection to Patrick Mahomes because Orlando Brown looks like he's out the door. So, I mean, look, I mean, the more the merrier with Patrick Mahomes. This guy, this guy's getting a lot of a lot of help on that O line, and Juwan Taylor is a perfect replacement for Orlando Brown, a guy like Orlando Brown. So, yeah, I mean, it was a really good signing by the Chiefs. They went, they got someone who could play both sides of tackle, which Orlando Brown cannot do anymore. Yeah, and that's why they didn't want to pay him that much money, mm-hmm. and they sold him from a top tier team in the AFC. So not only are you getting an upgrade at offensive line protecting the best quarterback in football, but you're taking him away from one of the other best quarterbacks in football. So it's going to go a long way, I think. It'll be interesting to see where Orlando Jones ends up. I saw something about him signing with the Bears, but it looks like it didn't happen. Um, But it seems right now that he wants high-end left tackle money, and no team is going to play him at left tackle, much less pay him like that. So it'll be interesting to see where the compromise is made and where he ends up. Yeah, I mean, they're the Super Bowl champs, and they're, they're just reloading. It seems like every year now you have the luxury of Patrick Mahomes. You have your core with Kelsey. You just give them a little protection, and then you can swap in and out pieces. They're going to be perennial 
favorites in the AFC for the next five, oh, yeah, ten years, honestly. I mean, replacing Orlando Brown with Ju- Juwan Taylor's, you know, you're just you're getting just as good a production, and then you know you're just giving Patrick Mahomes all that protection. It's just he's just going to continue to do incredible things. Um, and also the Jaguars like giving. It, not resign Juwan Taylor. I mean, you you gotta give Trevor Lawrence a protection. I was I was a little surprised that they didn't resign him. I mean, yeah, it seems I mean, like you, got, you gotta give a quarterback like that some protection. I mean, you got the weapons, but like, is the O line gonna be continue to shape out like that? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their cap situation is like. Maybe they can go yeah. after Orlando Brown, little swap. But yeah, for sure. Um, in other news, I mean, I I touched on the Giants resigning Daniel Jones and tagging Saquon Barkley. So Daniel Jones. He got four years, a hundred and I believe it was a hundred and forty million. If I'm, if, uh, if I'm it was a one fifty or something. One fifty or something like that. Yeah. Like that. It oh, was, it was. Um, it it was. F- yeah. Four for forty with like a lot of, um, yeah. a lot of incentives. Four one sixty. Yeah, four for one sixty for Daniel Jones. I mean, this is a guy that you know we thought last year when we've touched on this on previous episodes. This is a guy we thought was turnover prone with the football. Um, we thought he would kind of be a career backup, but now he's kind of rejuvenated his career, won a playoff game for the Giants, and now gets that huge contract. I mean, I'm pretty surprised. That's a lot of money. Like, Daniel, I mean, I was, I'm not really surprised that he got the money, but like, for a guy like Daniel Jones, I mean, he's, I'm not going to disrespect him, but, you know, it's, he's not like a top QB yet. It's an interesting contract, yeah, yeah. for sure, because it's not it, it's not signifying that the Giants are betting on anything. Yeah. They're like, our quarterback's here and we're going to pay him. It's giving shades of Blake Bortles, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly. Um, where they bet heavy on him after one good year and then surround him with weapons and then fall through the floor. Also, but, it, yeah. It'll be interesting to see whether or not that actually happens. Jones... Did not have any weapons last year and still threw for like 3,300 yards and had one of the lowest interception interception percentages in the NFL. So, I don't know. If Dable can work more magic with him again next year, then they might be fine. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if I was Brian Dable, I'd ask for at least 20% of that contract. I mean, he really... he One year, that offense totally flipped around to being a, a decent offense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot... As well as Daniel Jones, you tag Saquon Barkley, a guy that you know everyone says these days you don't pay running backs. I would have definitely tagged Saquon Barkley. This is a guy that yeah. you know when he's when he's on the field is one of the best running backs in the league and one of the he's a lot of fun to watch as well. So the Giants tag Saquon Barkley. We move over to the Detroit Lions, the hometown Detroit Lions, who signed Cam Sutton from the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, to a three-year, thirty million dollar deal, and as well as David Montgomery. This is a, this is a guy from the Bears that, you know, he was pretty productive as a running back, but are you really willing to pay him that much money? Three years, $18 million, that's $7 million a year. That's, that really doesn't really seem like a lot, but, Manit, you're the, you're the resident Lions fan in this room. What were your thoughts on the Lions free, what are your thoughts on the Lions free agency so far? It's, it's, it's good so far. It means, for me, it means that we're looking at the pass rushers that could be available at six rather than the cornerbacks that could be available at six. And I'm scared of taking a cornerback again after what happened with Okuda. So that's, yeah. it's good that Brad Holmes is looking like that. But um, Sutton and Mosley were good signings. Mosley's coming off an ACL tear, and I think when he was healthy, he was good. But ACL tears change football players. ACL tears change everybody. So 
it's it'll be interesting to see if he can still come back with the same kind of juice. Um, the Montgomery signing was kind of sad, honestly, because I mentioned Mal Williams is not coming back. Yeah, he that's is true. Honestly, one of the players that took the quickest to just fall into every Lions fan's heart. Like everybody loves him. He's great. So it mm. it sucks that he's going to be gone. Um, but I like Montgomery. I think he's a little bit of a more fine-tuned version of DeAndre Swift, a little bit more efficient. At this point in time, Swift has higher upside to me, but Montgomery's just playing better at everything. He can catch out the backfield. He can run the ball. So when you can use that in our offense, I think it'll be really good, but still $6 million a year for yeah, running I mean, back is a lot of money. Yeah, for sure. I mean, D- David Montgomery, I mean, like I said, I mean, this is a guy that's a very, I, would, I wouldn't say very productive, but he's a very solid running back. I just don't understand why the Lions don't, you know, you use, I mean, you have DeAndre Swift. Why not go draft a running back with one of your first-round picks or your second-round pick? I think that was just a little puzzling to me. But nonetheless, David Montgomery is a, is a Lion. Tim, did you have any thoughts on that? I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, I I think it, they're good deals. And I, mm-hmm. I besides the David Montgomery one, I don't, I, don't, I don't like that one that much. I, I think it's interesting to see where Jamal Williams will go now. Um but I, I don't know. The Lions are a very interesting team now with another spot in the NFC North opening up. Yep, definitely. It's a two it's a two team race right now and the Vikings were a very you could say they had a very their year could be called more of a gimmick the way that they won some close games. So you could spin it where the Lions might be the favorite to win this division next Absolutely. Year. We're going to get to that in, in just a little bit because the NFC North is kind of up for grabs right now. Some other moves around the National Football League. Falcons signed Jesse Bates to a four-year $64 million deal to safety from the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a guy that's kind of been the alpha dog on that Ravens, or on, excuse me, the on this Bengals defense. Um, you know, this is a guy that's you know hard-hitting safety. is going to make a lot of plays for you. Kind of a very, this is kind of the blockbuster signing the Falcons have been wait, Falcons fans have been waiting for so Jesse Bates to the Falcons. Um, Manini, you got anyth- anything on Jesse Bates? I mean, I really liked the signing. Yeah. It was a good pickup for them. I don't know who their other safety is back there, but I mean, Jesse Bates is still really good, so yeah, it's not going to matter much. Um, but good signing. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit weird timing because it seems like Atlanta's in the middle of a full blown rebuild. But I don't yeah. know how long. Bates will be in his prime for for that. So, I mean, four years, sixty four million dollars is still not a bad. It was a four seventy two. It, it, it was um, no, it, it was four, it was four sixty four. Okay, so yeah, four sixty four yep. for Bates is still not bad. Who's the top five safety yeah, in definitely. football? So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think it's very interesting that he for on the Jesse Bates side of things. <laughs> I mean, I would not turn down sixty four million dollars, but. Yeah. Are you go, you're going from a team that you went to a Super Bowl and then you were in in an uh, AFC championship and then you go to the Atlanta Falcons who it's not looking bright over there. So I I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Um we're going to move over to the Patriots. Tim, your favorite team because they just signed a couple hours ago Juju Smith-Schuster to a 3-year contract. And this is a guy that you know, started off with the Steelers. He had 1400 receiving yards. I think he was this it was either his rookie or his second year, and he's kind of fl- flamed off a little bit. He went to the Chiefs with a one-year deal, and now Bill Belichick picks up 
Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, Tim, I'm interested. I'm curious to see what your thoughts on on uh, on uh, Juju's on Juju signing. <clears throat> I like the move. I I think it's definitely an upgrade. It's their best receiver. I was earlier. My first reaction was, oh, this is the same contract J- Jacoby Myers got. But I think Juju ultimately will be the better receiver. The only thing I don't like about it is. Besides Tyquan Thornton, the entire Patriots wide receiver core is just outside threats with uh, Juju now, Devontae Parker, and um, Nelson Aguilar. So I, I think that's a very kind of a confusing mix of just tall guys who can go up and get the ball with nothing really on the inside. So I, I don't know what's going on there. Any thoughts, Manit? I mean, it seems like they just rather would have given Juju the yeah. money compared to Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers literally quote tweeted it after and he was like crazy. Um yeah, cold world. Yeah. But <laughs> but I mean I get I get why you can see the little increase in value between Juju versus Myers. Um it was a good deal for them. It's just weird because they're not they're still stuck. They've been stuck for three years since Brady left. And I mean they they're still not going anywhere it seems. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I completely agree with both of those statements. And the last one of the free just actually broke today as well. Darius Slay, who was on the Eagles last year on the Super Bowl team, he's been on the Lions for he was like he was there for like four or five years. He has been cut by the Eagles, which in a stunning move to, to be honest with you. I mean, this is a, a guy that was a very was part of this Eagles Super Bowl run. Um, he was one of their lockdown corners, I would say. Um, I, I just don't understand, like, why they would get rid of a guy. Maybe it's for salary reasons, but, I mean, this is a guy that's one of, was one of the best players on their defense, so. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles, it's it's hasn't been great as of the last month for them, obviously losing the Super Bowl, and then I guess Kelsey's coming back, which is a good thing, but they have a couple looming decisions, and Darius Slay getting cut is one of them. I feel like... He could have definitely gotten some some sort of trade compensation for him instead of just walking away from the entire deal, which is a very confusing move to me. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still a, a very good corner. Um, he's he, I think he's around thirty years old, if if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Manit. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, but I mean, this is a guy that's he'll, he'll still give you very good production out of the out of, of the cornerback position. Um. You think you think uh, Darius Slay reunion in Detroit <laughs> for the right price? I mean, at this point, where we've spent a lot of our cap and there's not much room left, but I wouldn't be opposed to bringing him back because he was like a what top ten corner in football last yeah, year. Yeah, he was very he was very good, pretty good. So, um, and for a cornerback core that needs a lot of help, and that I'd like to not use a draft pick on. Mm-hmm. That'd be a really good signing, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he's 32 years old, so, I mean, kind of getting towards the, I mean, I, I wouldn't say the end of his prime, but, I mean, kind of getting up there in age for uh, football terms. So we'll see where Darius Slay ends up. It's going to be really interesting for that. The last one, and we're saving the best for last year because this is the hot topic in football right now. Aaron Rodgers, it's... This is Mr. Diva. This is Mr. Look at me. This is a guy that I want my attention. Exactly. This is this is a guy that um everyone has been paying attention to like off season for like really the last three years. Where is Aaron Rodgers going to go? Is he going to stay in Green Bay? Is he going to leave? 
Well, Aaron Rodgers looks like he has made a decision. He went on a show today. I will not name it for FCC reasons, but um, he went on a show today and said he is going to play for, he wants to play for the New York Jets. It is not official yet. The trade is not official yet. But Aaron Rodgers looks like he's going to be in New York Jets. So it looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to be out of our lives for you, for you and I, Manit, because this is a guy that's been tormenting our fa- our franchises for years. So he is gone. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Thank God. Thoughts. Um, I'm glad. It's it's kind of satisfying to me that his <laughs> last game as a Packer was yeah. a loss. To his the last Lions. throw yeah. as a pack as a Packer was an interception to. Uh, Kirby Joseph. Yep. That's not so, Saturday Night Football. So. so it was it was pretty cool to see that. Um pretty 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 cool moment. But it's interesting. I don't know. I like I said earlier, the Derek Carr signing meant that the Jets were going all in on Rodgers mm-hmm. and probably had some kind of uh signal that he wanted to be a Jet, but the compensation's gonna be interesting because the Jets hold all the leverage at this point. Mm-hmm. Once it's publicly known that he wants <laughs> he to become a Jet, it, yeah. then you know it's it's going to be really hard for them to have any kind of leverage. I don't see him going for more than Stafford did. Reminder that the first round, the extra first round pick that the Lions got back from the Stafford trade was because they took on Goff's contract. Mm-hmm. So it like it it's on top of that. Unless the Packers are taking a contract back, I can't really see them getting more than a first for him especially because they're offloading $60 million and he's 39. Like they, they told him they want to move on. It wasn't the other way around. So, or at least he made it seem that way. So, I mean, and I don't know what his ceiling is with the jets anymore. Uh, The more I think about it, he did have a really bad year and it's really hard to expect him to come back and play at the level we know him to play at without any sign of that level last year. Like with Russell Wilson, you saw flashes towards the end of the season when Hackett was gone that he was, he was fine, but Rodgers did not play better at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we all knew he took a step back last year. Um, this is a guy who won back-to-back MVPs in his late 30s, which is very impressive. Led the Packers to, um, I, th- I believe it was like three, two or three straight NFC North titles. Didn't really go that far in the playoffs. Lost in the NFC Championship game in 2020. The Buccaneers lost to the 49ers in the divisional round. And now he didn't even make the playoffs with the Packers in uh, 2022. Tim, I mean, this is a guy, I mean, a legendary career with the Packers, and now he's going to be a Jet. I mean, what, what, what was your, I mean, what's your reaction to all this? Yeah, well, you guys said he's now out of your life. Well, he is now in my <laughs> oh, life. Oh, yeah, have fun with that. Um, so, you know what? I, I'm not too concerned. He's 39. I don't want to go all Max Kellerman, he's falling off the cliff talk, but... It's not Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's MVP Rodgers again. He has a really good supporting cast, though. Oh, yeah, Brees, uh, Brees Hall comes back healthy. Garrett Wilson. Uh, they just signed Lazard. Uh, they, I think they can be a good team, but I don't think it'll be. It'll. It has like a three-year. Wi- they have a three-year window. I'd say tops. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. at the highest. I mean, you got Garrett Wilson, like you said, Brees Hall. Um, you got a very a very good defense. I mean, I, the Jets were a playoff team if they had competent quarterback play last year um I think there's no doubt about that um you know Zach Wilson kind of out the door now I mean you're bringing in Rodgers who's obviously been there done that done that a Hall of Fame quarterback um you got you got all that supporting cast around you You got a pretty good offensive line uh this 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 Jets team is going to be very intriguing to watch next year 
um, because, you know, the Jets haven't been watchable in God knows how long. So, mm-hmm. little fun hypothetical for you. Rodgers has three more years on his contract unless he gets some kind of reworking in the deal. You know who else has three years in that QB room? Oops. Zach Wilson. If they give him the fifth year. <laughs> what if they let him sit and learn for three yeah. years under Rodgers? Hopefully, if there's a good relationship there, and then you come out in that fifth year maybe and let him play a little if Rodgers retires by then, or you take the fifth year and then take another flyer the year after if he retires, it could be interesting. That's interesting. To see if there's a career revival I feel like the I feel like the Jets would want to just move on from him, but also, I mean, that's not a bad hypothetical. I mean, just have, have your young QB just sit and watch, gain, gain some confidence. Um, that That's not bad at all. Yeah, and I, I also think it's interesting in the interview he did, there was an interesting point where he said before he went into his infamous darkness retreat, he said he was 90% his mindset was that he was going to retire. Now, you're not just coming back to a situation you've been in for 18 years. You're moving across the country, learning a new, well, it's not a new system because Nathaniel Hackett, but it's new teammates, it's new everything. I, I I don't know how it's going to work. I th- it'll definitely be an interesting thing to see, but I, I don't know. I'm a little skeptical. Yeah, I mean, the AFC North is going to be a lot of fun to watch next year. I mean, you got you got Miami with Tua, and you got you just they just acquired Jalen Ramsey. New England, I mean, they're always going to – I feel like New England's always going to be in the mix with Bill Belichick, and they, have a, they still have a solid roster. The Jets are now kind of going to be watchable. And obviously Buffalo, I think Buffalo's still the team to beat in that division. I mean, Josh Allen, they kind of disappointed last year. They're still going to be – a lot of fun to watch. Um, other than that, I mean, I feel like with this with this Rogers stuff, it's just well, my takeaway is: look, I mean, he's out of the NFC North. I'm interested to see how he's going to do because this is the second the second second time a legendary Packers quarterback has joined <laughs> the Jets, and we're we'll see we're we'll, going to see how it's going to shake out the second time because it's going to be interesting. Yeah. If it, if it happens with Jordan Love, it's a it's a pattern. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, all yeah. I'm saying. Jordan, Jordan Love. So Jordan Love is going. If he has a 15 years of his successful career. Yeah, Jordan Love is going to be the man under center for the Green Bay Packers, the first round pick in 2020. Who Rodgers openly said, "I did not want them to draft him," and he was very upset with it. So now it's Jordan Love's team. The, is Jordan Love gonna? Do you guys think Jordan Love is going to be? that guy now because if he is I'm going to I don't know what I'm going to do I'm going to be so mad because it's going to be the third time a, a, a Packers quarterback is going to be very good so I, I just I can't do it anymore I think he'll be solid honestly I'm yeah. I'm high on him um he he made some solid throws when he came in and played for Rodgers especially in that Philly game yeah he kept the Eagles game looked pretty good he kept them in it um and you know that's all you can ask for from Quarterback who's at, who's supposed to be in line for the starting job. I mean, six throws, he got 120 yards. So that's that's pretty pretty nice for someone who's been banked on as the next franchise quarterback. Yeah, definitely. yeah, I'm I'm high on him. I think he can he can do some very interesting stuff for that team. I don't think they'll be contenders at all next year, or even like maybe they can somehow backdoor their way into a seven seed but his only we- weapon right now is really just christian watson romeo dobbs yeah definitely yeah. i mean I, just, I look at that packers roster i mean he's still got a pretty good defense i just think you know in the nfc north i mean the nfc north is up for grabs now i mean bears are still in a rebuilding phase 
the Packers, like like I said, I, I just don't know with them. Like, if, if Love is pretty good, I mean, sure, they can be a contender. The Vikings, I still think they could be pretty good. Um, they they actually signed Byron Murphy yesterday yeah, from that the was, Cardinals. Oh, Very that good was signing. really good. One Very for, good signing. Two, two Three twenty-two. Yeah, I mean, two twenty-two is a steal. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, he, he was a very productive defensive back with Arizona. Very underrated, in my opinion. I mean, he's still, in, I think he's like twenty-six. So that was a good signing for them. And yeah, I mean, I just think for a defense with a whole lot corner, like that was yeah, that definitely. was a big pickup. Yeah, and then with the Lions, the Lions, I mean, they're they're on the up, they're on the up. I mean, you bring in Cam Sutton, you got two first-round picks. You got, I mean, a load of picks actually, and you know, you still got Jared Goff in the fold there, and you still have a very good receiving core. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the NFC North shakes out. Tim, what what are, your, what are your takes on the NFC North before we sign off here? Because, I mean, now that Rodgers is gone, like, what are your thoughts on who takes this division? I think, I definitely think it's up for grabs. I The Lions are a very interesting team. As an outsider, I would say they they still are a couple pieces away. They're not... Mm-hmm. They're not a great team, but I feel like the whole NFC as a whole is down, and Jared Goff might be a – you could make the argument he's a top-five quarterback in the NFC. Jared Goff? I mean, he played pretty well at the end of last year. Um, Now with Rodgers out, Tom Brady out, Stafford's hurt. I mean, there's a couple – there's a lot of damaged goods in that NFC. No, yeah, definitely. It's going to be really interesting to see see how that all shakes out now that – Aaron Rodgers is no longer part of the NFC North, and he's now in the AFC North. So I think that's going to do it for this episode of The Pylon. Thank you so much, Tim, for coming on as our special guest. Thank you, Manit, as always, for being the great co-host that you are. For for myself, Jada Coster, this has been The Pylon. Tell your friends about the show. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Impact 89 FM, wherever you get your podcasts. For myself, Jada Coster, we will see you guys next time. Have a great day.